Happy birthday to Adzi. Happy birthday to Adzi. Happy birthday, dear. Welcome, everybody, to Pedro Pascal's favorite football podcast, the only fans football podcast. It's Adzi's birthday today as this episode drops. So, everybody, go ahead and wish him a happy birthday on Instagram there. Shout out to Dave for stepping in for me on this one last minute. Absolute legend. Cheers, Dave. I love you. On this week's episode, <laughs> Dave and Adzi dissect the Copa Libertadores. Dave brutally roasts Chelsea in my absence, and the lads discuss the top five all-time Ballon d'Or snubs. We hope you enjoyed the podcast wherever you are listening, and please follow the Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Spotify. TikTok, what the fuck? I spend these senses tell me this is going to get fucking tasty, baby. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, Vinico Giantopoulos. I have a dream. Arnie Cut. Bartler. And the fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the goo blood. He has the goo blood. Get out! Get out, man! You ain't got... Virigi! Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is he a fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew Stoke were that good. Welcome everybody to the OnlyFans Football Podcast, number 16, episode 16. I'm joined this week by my brother Dave in a... Strange turn of events, Kieran was flat out cran. Jesus, he's not going to be happy I called him Kieran. Cran was flat out with college work and work in general, and he couldn't make the podcast this week, unfortunately. So I'm delighted to be joined by Dave, who, to be fair, he hasn't seen any football the weekend, so this, this is going to be an interesting episode. But Dave, how are you? I'm all good, man. All good. Walking flat out the weekend, so I didn't really get to watch the football. But I have a couple of nuggets of knowledge, so I'll try them in when I can. As always, as always you do. So, I'll kick off this week. Anyways, I'll, I'll talk about my week, Dave, if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. Um, we're sitting here this morning, by the way, in the Potato Wad studio. Obviously, Dave being my brother, we live together, unfortunately. And, um, no, I love you, Dave. And we're here drinking lattes from the coffee box of Summer Hill. Dave, what do you think of the coffee? It's laced with blade and light kind of something. <laughs> it's, like very, it's very strong. I'm getting the jitters drinking it, but it is lovely. It is lovely to be fair. Yeah, it, it is, is nice, nice, nice but um, So last week, Jesus, what what a week, huh? What a week for Kieran to miss as well, by the way. <laughs> it's as if he balled this week because Bowles lost and Chelsea drew. <laughs> uh, oh Ozzy, I'm doing assignments. Ah yeah, Kieran, I'm sure. And anyways, what a week, um, Jesus, I know for myself, it's getting busy with work and stuff, being in the bars, and obviously you're working away, so our consumption of football has been, like... Diminished. Diminished, sadly, um, but it is what it is, so I got a lot of text during the week um, from people going to football matches, and obviously people we don't know, but I'm going to start off with someone you wouldn't know. My mate Torlock from Minute, he was over in England, right? right. And he went to see, I think it was Barnsley and Swansea... <laughs> 
like, I, mean, I know. That's Jeez, what that's I said. It was so random. I think it was Bar- it was either Barrington in Swansea or Bristol City in Swansea. But you'll appreciate that. He, he does be listening. And then I had uh, Eva over, and she lives in Manchester, so she went to Man City and PSG last week. She has a season ticket. She has yeah. a season ticket in, in Man City. Was it on sale for a five pounds? They were giving them out. Yeah, giving them out for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she uh, she took one. But um, yeah, so she was she was at the PSG game, and she was saying to me she actually missed the Mbappe goal because she was down in the bar, and she couldn't yeah. she couldn't she didn't know how to pronounce Mbappe either. So it was yeah. quite funny. But yeah, so the PSG Man City game. What a game to go to. To be fair, um, Man City. See Messi live. The Bondar winner as well. Yeah, that that's oh, that's coming up later as well. But. Um, yeah, I, I would have loved to have seen that game live. Mm-hmm. If there was any game I could have gone to last week, it would have been PSG and Man City. The El Cachico. The El Cachico. The money, <laughs> the money game, the money ball game. and um, Sponsored yeah, by Roman Abramovich. Sponsored by Roman Abramovich. Um, yeah, 2-1 in the end of City. And then we had, obviously, Tom, who was in Germany. Yeah, cheers. And he was in... Uh, Le- his stories were good last His stories yeah. were fucking amazing. Um, he was in Germany watching um, Leverkusen and Celtic. And I t- obviously I talked to Tom nearly every day, and he was so buzzing for it. And when yeah. Celtic went two one up, I was delighted. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you, and Tom said this himself: if football games finished at the seventieth minute, Celtic could be the best team in the world. Yeah. Because when I seen it went two one, I was like, "This is not ending well for Tom. Yeah. This is just not ending well for Tom." I was thinking that myself. Yeah. Um, and obviously they they lost in the end. Sorry, Tom. His week didn't get. Leverkusen are top team. Leverkusen are top team. They're like it's it's the Bundesliga, like they're one of the yeah. better teams in the Bundesliga. Um, which is like it's a very consistent league and it's in and of itself and anyway, so mm-hmm. um yeah, like I mean, what a trip. Leverkusen away, it's like I mean, a European away yeah. day is on the bucket list. Good beer away day as well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Said yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, well, I mean he had a good time, yeah. you see the picture of standing yeah. topless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was Jack Shout out to Bucco. Um <laughs> the FAI Cup final on Sunday evening. I didn't watch it. We, I, I'll be honest with you I, I watched the first 45 minutes I was going to work and it was like like most finals are like we've yeah. been at we've been at a few finals yeah Um. the one for us now is 2011 with Shells and Sligo was a tough one and to be fair I can resonate with, with the Bows fans in the way that yeah. they lost or whatever it's a tight yeah. it's a tight cage game and obviously we were actually genuinely robbed by the referee mm-hmm. but the game itself of what I've seen so I did I did watch it when I got into work then mm-hmm. for a bit as well I've seen about I didn't see any of the extra time obviously I've seen the yeah. goal since yeah, yeah. But the first forty-five minutes were so cagey. They were so nervous. All the FAI, all the FAI cup ones are kind of like the same for me. Like it's now all going to half time generally, and then all the half time talk is, "Oh, there's going to be goals and there's going to be goals and this." Then the next forty-five is no goals. Mm. Then extra time starts to pick up a bit when everyone's tired and a couple of fresh legs come on mm. with the changes, and then you get the goals. Like in France, the only goal that I did see was Forrest's goal. And it was a great goal, wasn't it? Right, yeah. yeah. It was actually. Yeah. Do you remember Messi's fourth goal against Osasuna? Or not, it wasn't his fourth goal, it was like the goal yeah, where he just dribbled for ages. just went through a couple of people, yeah. That, that, no, I'm not comparing Giff Forrester. Kind of messy, kind of messy, kind of messy. <laughs> that one, yeah. yeah. I'm not comparing Giff Forrester to Messi in the slightest, but yeah. the, the way he dribbled past the team, and obviously it was a tired balls team mm-hmm. at the time, I think yeah. it was the 116th minute. Um, yeah. Lovely finish. And f- But for all intents and purposes, we, we, like when I seen the goal went in and work, I was like, well, that's that done. And Bowles yeah. straight away after the half time, next time scored, yeah. went to penalties, and Bowles had it. They had it in their hands. Yeah, they, they I think I think pen. they had the winning penalty, and um, obviously, oh geez, I can't remember the fellow, the fourth fellow missed one, but yeah. Keith Ward missed the last yeah. one. He took the point. He took <laughs> take the points, and the goals will come, as they say in the GAA. <laughs> 
it's been a season of what could have been for Bowes. They're obviously one of the bigger clubs in Ireland. Like yeah. all Dublin teams are the biggest in Ireland. Um, like the league next season is built it's up. Really it's built up of teams from Dublin. Um, Dublin up. There's now yeah. Cork. There's now Warford. There's now uh, Treaty. Haha. Now mm. Cove. Yeah. Like, like what I will say is like Keith Long has done unbelievably well for them and brought them to where they are. Like they wouldn't be where they are without them. Yeah. Um. Year rebuild after rebuild. You know. Struggling to kind of like for a long time they were struggling. And then Keith Long came in, you know. Some players have gone abroad, like Danny Grant. He was a cracking player. Yeah. You know, players have left, like Mandrew, uh, Dylan Watts, and like I wouldn't say it's been a tough time for them, but the the whole kind of the seven years now trophies double seven yeah is is a tough like it's hard to kind of like, well, like where do you go from here? Is the point I'm trying to make, and obviously. Don't get. I wouldn't get rid of Keith Long if I was a Bowes fan, and if any of the Bowes fans want him to be gone, I think give your head a wobble because yeah. you would be absolutely nowhere without him. Some of the players like have to look at themselves in the, mm. in the mirror. You know what I mean? And it's mm. it's a tough one to take. And on penalties, look at on penalties, anything can happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a it's an awful way to lose a game. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to win a game, mind, but yeah. it's an awful way to lose it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it would it would have been a tough one to take yesterday, but. No, I I'm delighted. <laughs> I'm happy now myself, but like we know ourselves from being Liverpool fans. Some at some point, um, a project needs to fucking pay off. You know what I mean? Mm. And every single year, it actually mimics like Liverpool fans. And next year it's gonna be our year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just isn't. Um, so I'm not gonna lie. I'm fucking delighted myself now. The um, thing, the thing with the final was, and it reminded me of the Champions League final this year, where it was Man City against Chelsea. Yeah. And it's like it's a lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. So, like, poison. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I didn't want. To, like, come here. If I had a choice, I would, I'd have about them lose. Yeah. Um. I bought. Look, if there's only one loser. But yeah, that was the FA Cup final, anyways. And for Bowes, it, it probably will be another rebuild next year because a lot of their players are gone. Tierney is a Tierney's a cracking player. It's kind of the same thing every He's year. Over Georgie Kelly to Derry. There's a lot of a lot of players leaving. It's kind of like the same thing every year. Baron like Rovers. Like usually, there's a, a mass massive outtake of players and intake of new players. Mm. Just because the way the contracts work over here, but um, the only team that can really sustain a squad is probably Rovers, and in the end, that won't be the better for the league. But mm. it is what it is. You know what I mean? Well, at, at the minute, it's looking like that. Um, Shamrock Rovers, who gave themselves a a guard, guard of honor against Bowes the other week, I think that's incredible. Yeah, it's so strange, but um, that's Rovers for our But yeah, shout yeah. out to UCD as well, who got to who won the playoff final. Mm. They were coming up. They beat Warford. I think it was two one in the end. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I told you the story. Yeah. The gaffer of Warford, Mark. Yeah, he was. In he's the, he was he's, his a, hand, he's yeah. a bit of a landing geezer. You yeah. remember landing geezer? Geezer. He um, he got sacked last week from Warford, seemingly for not. Uh, he said this to Talksport mm-hmm. for seemingly not playing the owner's sons or not having them in his plans. Mm-hmm. So they sacked him the week of the playoff final. A fair play to Mark. He turned up. In the away end for Warford because it was his team. Mm -hmm. A lot of players he brought in. How did they think that this was like this is a great idea? You know what? We'll sack him off. Yeah, no, like it's it's just poetic justice because no, they deserve they they sold their own bed. They deserve what they got. You know what I mean? Um, It's kind of similar with Ollie. Like the player that scored last goal for him was Van de Beek. Van de Beek. You know what I mean? Like these things work out the way they work out. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm glad to see back at Warford. I'm not a massive fan of them. (laughs) Yeah. You'll find out on this podcast, everyone, that Dave isn't a massive fan of a lot of teams yeah, and a lot of yeah. people. Um, massive fan of Brentford. I yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the week that was. 
We'll move on briefly to the Premier League, as I said. But we'll start off with the big game, anyways. Um, the Sunday game. Da, 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 da. That's for Cran because he's got to hate. He's got to hate, hate editing that. <laughs> um, the Sunday game was Chelsea and Manchester United. Dave won all in the end. Yeah, for all intents and purposes, I do slate. I'm not gonna lie, I slate Chelsea and chat a lot. Um, <laughs> I just have a hatred for them. I'm not gonna have any punches. I do, but you have to give it to them. They, are, they went out and played football. Didn't give their arse up at home like they usually would do. Well. United aren't really a massive team at the moment. Not anymore, no. Um, Carrick at the helm. Now your man Ralph is coming on the way. I haven't got to we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. But um, for all intents and purposes, like, United could have won it. Frowny Fred fucked up a chip at the end. He should have yeah. squared it to Jesse Lingard or fucking Ronaldo. Oh, Ronaldo, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but in typical Fred fashion, um, he was fin- finishing like his uh, Brazilian compatriot Fred a couple of years ago. Oh, the, the striker yeah, Fred. Yeah. Um, the budget, the budget seller. Fred, Fred, and Eddie. <laughs> Fred, Fred, Freddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't... It wasn't um, look, uh, to be fair to you, United, I think they started off with a diamond against Chelsea. Yeah. And um, with Bruno on the 10. And Ronaldo's on the bench as well. Ronaldo yeah. starting yeah. on the bench, yeah. And yeah. there was a whole hullabaloo on Sky about Ronaldo starting on the bench. And to be honest with you, there's, there's arguments to be made for both sides. Yeah. The argument that Kane was making about Ronaldo coming back to United to win Cups was absolutely ridiculous. Um, he's back to win the league. Like yeah. Neville, Neville said in August that if you know you'd go Varane, Sancho, and Kane, that they would win the Premier League. So yeah. they don't win better and go Varane, Sancho, and one of the best players ever, Ronaldo. Yeah. And now he hasn't said a word since. He, he wasn't even on Sky the weekend for enough. Yeah. Um. So yeah, a bit of a mad one. But for United, anyways, I thought they defended very well. To be honest, they were probably unlucky in in the way that that they gave away. It was harsh, but it was a penalty. It, it is a penalty, but there's previous of, I think it's Anthony Taylor, isn't it? That's yeah, when the yeah. lads give out the, yeah, the, the, lads, the ball fraud. That's fucking aim, ball um, fraud. But he refereed a game in the FA Cup semi-final. It was yeah. just after COVID mm-hmm. and it was United and Chelsea. Yeah. And Kurt Zuma absolutely does the exact same thing yeah. as what wan did to Thiago Silva. Yeah. But he does it to Mar- Martial in his box. Yeah. And Taylor didn't give a penalty for that. Mm-hmm. And he gave a penalty there, so I'll just say that for the lads because... I feel like he probably does deserve a bit of a slight sl- Yeah, that's what most referees most do, referees do. Yeah. but but um, oh shit, there's a hole in buttons. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna have to tell us that. Keep this in. Sorry, I'm not to lose my train of thought. Yeah. Jorginho's touch. Yeah, there may as well have been a hole in his foot there. Yeah, Whee! <laughs> um, the, the, I I don't know what he was doing. No, I don't know. I, I, I can't. I can, I can see what he's trying. He's trying to hold no, the ball or try and get. I it can't. Out, I can't see what he's doing at all because bad. he's touching it into two players. One of them. Yeah. Fair enough. If you're turning and touching it, back to, back to the keeper, yeah. and he can clear it, or just clear it. Yeah. That makes sense. It was just a bit yeah. of a. It was a bit of a fucking mind fuck yeah. from him, to be honest. honest. For all the show he was talking, Chelsea wired dominant team. Like you look at all the stats. Ah, yeah. They, 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 well, they you, you, you would be against. Team, you would be against United, and I'm not. I'm not saying that slagging United, but you would. And then Sancho sits Mendy down. He and very well. It was a lovely yeah. finish. I think Mendy, Mendy's a great keeper. He really is. I think he's up. I'm I, honest, I, I, I think I, he's up there at Alisson. Yeah, I think um, I think he's um I think he's vastly underrated. Yeah, yeah. Like I always see people now. This is like, going back to people. I always say, oh, his rating shite and all that. Like he deserves more respect. I think he does. Like he is yeah, actually really a world class keeper. He does. Are Chelsea blunt? <sighs> Yeah. Defensively, they're unstoppable at the minute. Yeah. Defensively, they're untouchable. Like I don't know. I don't think Lukaku's been working out. No, don't get me wrong. I think he's been injured the last couple of games. He's been injured yet. Yeah. But I don't know. I think I just think 
the way they're set up, it's set up to win the league title. Like they're very hard to beat. I was saying this before the game. The other day, like we need United to get a point here or something because no one's getting points against them. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, they're very strong. Apart from Burnley the other week. Yeah, Burnley as well, but Burnley are epoxy teams play. <laughs> I hate them. You know what I mean? I do. Deutsch ball, fucking hell. I don't know, it's very hard to say. Like, they beat U of A 4 0, so like, they can't turn on when they want to, but like, it can be frustrating sometimes to watch the football. I, I, I want playing. to put the U of A on, the, on a bender tax there because they were already true. Yeah. They didn't yeah. want to play for like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think he knows his best forward line. What all the players he has. I think sometimes it's just too many players. Yeah. I mean, he has Ziyech, he has uh, Pulisic, he has Lukaku, Werner, yeah. Havertz. You know, the list goes on. Yeah, he has a lot of riches there. Like to be fair, I don't think Havertz is. I know he's got to go in the final. Yeah. And he is. He is a smashing player, but yeah. I don't think he's quite worked out. I think Timo evidently has struggled. He's not the player he was at Leipzig. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's a transition from the Bundesliga to the Premier League. I have no idea. <clears throat> I'm a bit. I'm actually. I'm a big fan of Mount as a player. Yeah. But he doesn't do enough for me. Goal scoring wise, he doesn't score enough goals yeah. or, or make do enough assists. Lukaku. I love Lukaku. I'd have loved Liverpool to get. I've yeah. said on the podcast for I'd have loved Liverpool to get Lukaku, but he just hasn't hasn't worked out for him so far. Yeah. It's been a struggle for him. So all of this together is. They're still top. I, I, they're still, they're top. still top. You know what I mean. This is the oh, thing. Yeah. Defensively, they're they're unstoppable. They're untouchable. Mm. Ralph Ragnick, Dave. Yeah. Real, real briefly. What do you think about him? Uh, I have no clue who he is. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he is the best tutor in the world. I don't know. It kind of it's, it, it kind of feels like uh, Goose hitting gears go for Chelsea. I feel like you could you might win a domestic could be a gem. Could be a hidden gem, but I don't think he's gonna be there for the long haul. No, um, he definitely isn't. I, don't, I think it's just a short term. He's moving right? into a. He's moving into the director's role when he's finished. Yeah, manager. He'd be fin- manager till the end season. Yeah. Essentially, he's the mind behind Klopp, Tuchel, Hassan Hutel. What's your man's name? The young fella from Nagelsmann. Uh, Nagelsmann. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, that's a good thing. Even Jorgen said it. Jorgen was terrified of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jorgen's like, no, this is you know he's a great manager, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. If you look at some of the stats for United about um, pressing and you know actually defending on the front foot and stuff, mm-hmm. they're 19th and 20th ranked in the league yeah. for all of them. And in Ragnick's last season at Leipzig, mm-hmm. his team were top for all of them. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens there because yeah. I, I think, and I was talking to Jer, I'm going to call Jer the United correspondent because I literally... I was literally best said, Everything yeah. United I get off of him and Philly as well, but... A, a good manager can build a team around Ronaldo yeah. and they can press yeah. and when Ronaldo's positioning his goal scoring that's all still yeah. there he still scores goals yeah. he still, his position's unbelievable so it's going to be interesting to see how that works Rashford and Sancho don't really press either mm-hmm. so that's going to be a problem and the idea with uh, Ragnick is that Ten Hag is going to come in then afterwards mm-hmm. of Ajax or Pochettino yeah. and personally I would love Ten Hag to not come in because yeah. I, I like this Ajax side I like yeah. what he's built but Jerry was saying that um, the, the step with Ragnick is the first proactive decision the club has made in about 8 years so yeah. he's he's happy with it I just don't know how it's going to work with the press and stuff but like I mean that, that'll need yeah. itself out that, like for United to be a success, success under Ragnick mm-hmm. they will have to press they'll have yeah. to see the way he plays you know well, my, my view on it is like I don't think they will because I've said this to you before and I've said to the lads like it feels like a group of players it doesn't feel like a team you know what I mean like they're not going for one cause like Ronaldo does stuff for Ronaldo you know what I mean um, and the rest of the players 
God bless them, but like they they, they have they lack um, the quality's not there. Yeah, they lack they lack quality and they lack bleeding drive to actually do something. You know what I mean? Like mm. Mourinho was torfed out because the team gave up on him, and that's called a spade. Spade. Yeah. Ollie was torfed out because the team gave right, up right on him. And it'll come to a point when, it, like, I know Ragnarok is not in there forever, but. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Ragnarok, yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok, yeah. That's what yeah. me and Dylan, Dylan yeah. Page were called on the weekend. <laughs> but uh, if it goes well, it might carry on and go well. But I think if it doesn't go well, it'll happen again and. It'll go sour, it'll like, go it has sour again. like, they, they've like it shown, has done. They've shown their true colours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Keane have said the same thing. Neither. Liverpool 4 Southampton nil. another match here on walk for all. I was yeah. getting ready to head out mm-hmm. to the back page to watch Brighton and Leeds at this stage mm-hmm. when I was watching it but um, yeah, yeah you've seen the goals obviously haven't you what, yeah, what, what, did you, what do you think overall because like I know we I know we do like we do watch all the yeah. matches together in general yeah. and one of the things we always talk about is Jota and we give out about sometimes when he's good he's very some, good sometimes his touch is off and yeah. his passing's and great like mm-hmm. but he does things that Firmino doesn't he, like Firmino's very selfless and I love Bobby yeah but Firmino could be one on one he's not ruthless Firmino could be one on one with an open goal and yeah. he passes to Salah yeah. and there's nothing wrong like we love Bobby for that but sometimes Strato will just go no I'm scoring that's that his positioning his positioning for the two goals was unbelievable He's a poacher. He kind of reminds me of Vardy in the early years when he came to the Premier League. Like he gets himself in the right spot to get the goal. Yeah. Not necessarily creating a goal for himself like what Salah would do, where mm. he would take on a couple of players and go for it. Don't get me wrong. I have criticised Jota a fair bit just for being overall's touch just being dreadful sometimes, mm. and it's frustrating because there is goals there for him if he just gets the touch properly. It's, it's his, like for for him sometimes it's his passing is a bit off or his touch mm. is a bit off. Yeah. But, there, was it a game against Atletico? I think he was very poor, but he still scored. I think he scored twice yeah. in that game. So it's, it's like, mean. what do you, what do you do? Do you take him out and not mm-hmm. score goals? Yeah. Because we've been on fire. Like I think yeah. the last three games at Anfield, we've scored four goals in a row. Yeah, I actually was a bit nervous about the Southampton game. What's your man's name? The manager, Hassan Houta. Yeah, playing up to the cameras. Oh man. Yeah. Clotly. Clot. Yeah, yeah. Diet Diet Tuchel. Yeah, Diet Tuchel. Yeah. He kind of annoys me, man. Um, but he knows how to play against. But he got completely shown up there yesterday. I think. The crowd's a massive factor, man. Like I go back to those games last last year. Like I think if we had a crowd, we would have won some of them. Yeah. Like we would have been pushed off. We, we wouldn't have lost seven in a row. Yeah. I don't think. Anyway. I don't know. I don't but think that, so. That's, that, yeah. that's irrelevant that, that's towards irrelevant this game. But I think they've been fit. Like what I was saying to you before about the West Ham game there a couple of weeks ago, I felt like it was unbalanced. With Henderson being so far up and then Trent being left side midfield, I think I think, I think that game was a bit. Of an I think anomaly. it was a bit, it was a bit of an anomaly. Yeah. Like I think with um, Fabinho and Thiago midfield, I think it's thirteen games, twelve one. 12-1 and one drawn I'm a big advocate for those two I wouldn't mind trying something different maybe if you pulled Henderson out sometimes do a 4-2-3-1 with the front four mm. having Bobby in that little hole like what, what you'd normally do and have uh, Jota up front bagging mm. in the goals from um, a poaching position mm. well I think that third man midfield like Chamberlain actually since the West Ham game Chamberlain's, Chamberlain's been very good yeah. since the West Ham game we owe a depth of gratitude to him because he, he was very good mm-hmm. <clears throat> against um, Southampton the weekend as well mm-hmm. as former club of course yeah. Salah was very good again very dangerous defenders absolutely shit themselves when Petrified, he gets on the it feels like, like he's absolutely terrified it feels like he's on form that he was in there four season like he's gone up a gear since last like don't get me wrong he did drop off from the fourth year but he was going to drop off after scoring 44 goals in I wouldn't season. even say he dropped off I think well, yeah, expectations right. of him. Stats-wise, so obviously, but he um, kind of like he's still got 20, he's gotten twenty plus goals ever since. 
Yeah. Tony has, yeah, yeah. He's, he's nearly won three golden boots in a row. Yeah. But yeah, no no Sue for Hassan who done anyways. I was loyal for him. Yeah. No wedding in Liverpool for yeah. for whatever reason. Crocodile tears. Joe Joe will do we'll talk real quick about the Porto game because that was a game we did see. Mm-hmm. What you think about um Tyler Morton? Half say I really like him. I think if he put on a bit of weight he'd be something similar to Fabinho. Obviously it's a couple of years down the line. Mm. But I really, really like him um from the cup games he's been playing in. He controls the ball very well. He's willing to actually take the ball from the centre-backs and push up himself or pass it out wide. Mm. I think it was... Uh, I don't know whether it was a cup game or it was the Premier League game that he was playing in. Sorry, Champions League game. But he whacked the ball from basically where Robertson would be on the left-hand side all the way out to Salah on the far side. Yeah, it was, it was against Porto yeah. for Salah's goal. Yeah, yeah, 60 yards, man. Like, it was 60 yeah. or 80 yards. Like, he, he, he has it in him. Yeah. And it's good to see because for the longest time we only had Gerrard and... Carragher for the longest time and now we have um, Trent, Trent Jones uh, Tyler Morton there's a couple of other lads that are younger mm-hmm. Jordan as well you know what I mean it's nice to see mm-hmm. and they're actually getting game time you know um, and hopefully we go longer in the cup as well but I have to say I think he's a great player yeah he's he's um, he's fearless for his age like I, yeah. I, I, I remember being how old was he 18 yeah. I remember briefly being 18 <laughs> and being absolutely terrified of the smallest things in the world, and yeah. I could not imagine the pressure he's under coming on against Arsenal. Yeah, playing starting the game, played the ninety against Porto. Like that was great. The cup yeah. games, he's been unbelievable, and he's, he feels like a real technician in there. And yeah, I to be honest with you, I hope he keeps going. I hope he keeps going well. Yeah, is he only just needs to fill out a bit more? That's all. Yeah, well, he's still he's still he's only young for like yeah. so. That'll happen, of course, but mm-hmm. we'll move on. I mean, Liverpool great performance in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, as we said, Jota was very very good and. Southampton were, to be honest with you, Southampton were fucking shy. And anyways, mm-hmm. we move on to the Arsenal game. Yeah. Arsenal, now I know you didn't see this. Yeah, that was 2 0 against Newcastle, wasn't it? Arsenal 2, Newcastle 0. How about that? said the commentator again. I think that's going to be used every week just yeah. because the name is Eddie Howe. It's fucking shocking. Yeah. And anyways, he started with his mates, Richie, Fraser, and Wilson. Mm-hmm. Richie was, to be fair, he did play a lot on the Bruce. Mm-hmm. Fraser didn't. And I'm wondering, like, there there has to be a reason for that because for all the sick Bruce he gets, he sees him training every day, yeah. and he's dealing with the best of a bad lot. Like he's yeah. dealing with, he has to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. He has to do what he can. I don't know if Fraser has taught, and I was a big fan of Roy Fraser. Uh, he's doing great about him. Yeah. Um, Top assistant one season. He, he, I think he, he comes in. He comes in. And he's playing wing back for Eddie Howe mm-hmm. with Richie on the other side, and that just it, not that doesn't feel right. Where was he with Bruce? Where was he when Bruce needed him? Like, a player who didn't start, who I think should start, is Miguel Almiron. Yeah. I think he's a cracking player. He's very quick. Yeah. He has a wonderful left foot. Um, I think they need to get rid of Shelby midfield because he's just, he's yeah. a passionate these days. And anyways, the Arsenal goals, Saka got the first one. Lovely finish again. I think it was passed yeah. to him by uh, Tavares, at left back, who, yeah. I don't know how he got out of Liverpool alive, to be honest with you. He should have should been shot with his own balls of shit after that game. Yeah, no, he, he really Very was. poor. But anyways, he got, got the assist for Saka. Good finish. He's a good player, Saka. I think after the Euros, and he missed the I think he's before. Right. I, I really rate Saka. Yeah, I, I think he's very, very good. I think a player like a young player like him mm-hmm. could have really been disheartened by the penalty miss yeah. in the Euros. And thankfully he hasn't because he's a good player. Smith Rowe, immense again. I, I, I love looking at Smith Rowe. I love, yeah. I love. There's something about a footballer when they have the socks down, the shin guards yeah. are showing, and they're just silky. He just he glides around the pitch. If to be honest with you, I was a bit ignorant towards him. Like I didn't really know anything about him. I knew he was at Huddersfield for a little stint as well a couple of years ago. But like when he got number ten at Arsenal, I was kind of like, jeez, I've never even heard this fellow. Like I don't like. I am ignorant. I, I, I mainly mainly watch Liverpool, but 
I have to say, man, like he's unreal. Um, Very good. I think the Arsenal core youth players look really, really good. Mm. And unlike some Cran men, <laughs> I actually think Arteta's not doing too badly of a job. He's, uh, he's, he's lasted longer than Lampard and yeah. he, won, he won an FA Cup so yeah but the main thing is it was like no, I'm not saying it's anything similar to us but you win the games that you haven't won before so try and weed out the games that you don't win against the smaller teams because you should be winning those games then next season crack on try and win a couple of the bigger games against big teams the, and then the difference there was though, when we were when we were the project was start with Klopp we mm-hmm. were still beating the big teams yeah. like we were beating like we were beating yeah. Chelsea and yeah. regularly it was games mm-hmm. like like Southampton, like Newcastle, we dropping points poorly. Yeah. And then it was that 18 19 season where we lost, the only game we lost was City away. Mm-hmm. We won the fucking Champions League. That was the, that was the monster that was made. Klopp made that. Yeah. And from then on, we've been mm-hmm. what we've been. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it's a big it's a big task for Arteta to do that. I do think he's a good manager, mind. I just yeah. think it's a big task. I think it's the Arsenal fans just need to contain their expectations that and give them the actual time. To be fair, I don't think they've been too bad this season. I haven't, I haven't seen any Arteta out shouts. No, I'm not, not, not out, but like, even the talk have gone to the game against us. They're like, oh, we're 10 games unbeaten, we're going to smash these. Ah, that's blind ignorance. No, no, yeah, blind, it's blind ignorance. blind ignorance and bias, though. You, my, you point, my point being is, just give them the time, and I personally do the, think... The fact that we lost West Ham as well didn't help that. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. Well, it yeah. gives them confidence, but like, talking all that shit, you're just setting yourself up for a massive failure, and, and you're going to look... Terrible for it, but um, I do think they've, they're they're torn in the corner, and I do think of the of themselves and Tottenham and United. I think they might finish above them too. Yeah. It all depends on how well that uh, Thor Ragnarok fella <laughs> gets on uh, <laughs> over at United. I think he needs a good start um, because I think it'll go sour fairly quick. Martinelli got the second goal of Arsenal. Um, lovely finish, yeah. ball over ball over the top, and it was actually a lovely goal. He, he, he looked at it coming over his left shoulder the yeah. whole time, put it in the back of the net, and it was it was a great finish from him. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Martinelli. He's been hampered with injuries, yeah, and I, I think if he if he when Saka and Smith Rowe were coming through, if he had been there as well, I think we'd be talking about a different proposition with Arsenal. Yeah. he feels like he's a bit he's a bit behind the two of them lads in terms of development and mm-hmm. real quality at the minute. But it was yeah. a lovely finish, and he's easy win for Arsenal two 0 and another win for them and. Like I mean, all they can keep doing is just win, beating what's in front of them. Yeah, I, they're not going to challenge for the league this season. They probably won't win anything this season. Mm-hmm. But progression would be getting back into Champions League. Yeah, that 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 would be progression for Arsenal for me. Yeah, are even getting into the Europa League? Villa two, Palace one, another three o'clocker, another win for Stevie G away to Palace who have been unbelievable all season. Matt Target with the goal there for Villa to make a one nil. Matt on Target as Cran would despise me saying that. Yeah. Matt on Target, he can't beat a pun. McGinney Esther with the goal as well. McGinney Esther. John McGinney Esther. Yeah. I'm a big fan of him again. I actually wouldn't mind yeah. my Liverpool. I have written down about Buendia coming on. He came on, I think, the 88th the minute. Yeah. He's not living up to the price tag or the expectation at all. No, I, I feel like he's a perennial championship player. I know, yeah. it's, I know it's fairly mean to say, but some some players level his championship, and don't get me wrong, mm. Like I, I think championship is an extremely competitive league when you look across Europe. Like, I'd, I'd say it's the most competitive league yeah. in Europe. I'd nearly tore the league out of it and put them as top five. Cause, <laughs> no, it, it, it genuinely, like, if you do watch the championship, it is a very competitive league. Like There's mm. tons of games. 
two two games guaranteed a week. You know what I mean? Remember years ago, Eubanks, Blake, Wolves. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Scored nearly twenty goals and then he done nothing in the league. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we'll talk about Ivan Tony in a minute. Yeah. But I'm glad Ivan Tony doesn't fall into that bracket. Yeah. But me too. We move on real quick. Norwich nil, Wolves nil. Another good result for Wol- uh, for Norwich even. Yeah. Wolves were on a good, were on a decent run to be fair. They they look they've been looking good on their lash, and I think the the front three of Huang. Um, Jimenez and uh, Adama and even if it's Trincao Trincao comes in mm. every now and then the match was awful though it was nil all so yeah. I, have, I have written on the agenda Wes Hulahan won man of the match for Cambridge United the weekend he's 40 years of age next week he's balling in the league too yeah one last season shows oh he would absolutely love him to come back yeah the, another thing I have written here about the match is the best sound and substitute ever came the 91st minute for Wolves coming on the pitch was Kiana Hoover for He Chan Huang yeah, and that was the match because it was absolutely <clears throat> dirt like yeah. it, it was awful funny enough hot take I think Norwich might stay up no. I like Dean Smith no no hold the no. I, find, I like Dean Smith I give him a chance no. No. I give him a chance no. I no. think Newcastle will go no. down no. I think Leeds will go down um, you don't know what I'm talking about I actually I thought Dean Smith was very hard done by that I, 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 I hate Dean Smith I don't like himself but I, I, I'll be respectful and say he's actually a very good man right Right. Well, we'll move on anyways to Brighton nil, Leeds nil, and of course we were in the back page of Fibsborough, and mm. um, watching this game myself, Rory and Jerry, and obviously you came in after yeah, walk. In after what? You fucking you missed nothing. Anyways, Mopé could have had a hat trick of goals in this game. Um, instead he got a hat trick and misses. They're all easy misses as well. Very yeah. poor from him. I don't think he's clinical enough to be honest. But yeah, the opinion has changed. It would probably be far I liked him, but. Mm. You, need Le- to, you need to take Leeds look very blunt as well now they are missing the likes of Bamford and Rodrigo at the minute Roberts in fairness had a good chance in the end to nick it and he didn't I just want a quick shout out to Ilan Melier what a save yeah what? it was a great save if, if he was Chef's in, kiss if he was English now he'd be the best thing from fucking yeah man what's it's a, it's a, come here we, we talk a lot about Ramsdale but in the past month we've seen Melier's save was better yeah and Bazunu's save was better yeah fingertips you know what I mean? Yeah, there were better saves. Um, shout out to Jerry Cullen who said he would turn gay for Leandro Trossard. <laughs> this this is how bad the match was. From what, from what this I can remember, how... I don't think it was. I don't think it was alone that play. <laughs> well, in France, I think I was uh, sober and the years were drunk. We but, were. Uh, that that was how bad the game was. That we were, <laughs> we were talking about who on the Brighton and Leeds team we would turn gay for. Yeah, and we were all in agreement that Leandro Trossard was the best yeah. looking fella. Brighton's sixth draw. This season, the fans were being at the end of the game. It's become a trend. A it's become a trend now. I think sports started. It. It's fucking disgraceful. I can't believe they're being bright. You need to understand your level. You know they I mean? got a, they got a draw at Anfield the other week. Yeah, and they were. I bet you. I bet you they weren't being then. Um, they're level on points with United mm-hmm. on eighteen points. They sit. They yeah. find themselves ninth in the table. They're above Leicester, who sit tenth. Yeah, and Potter came out and said they're entitled to their opinion. But I completely disagree with him. And I'm yeah. glad he said that. I think I'm he said he said the history in the Premier League. Yeah. That's just true. You but know I'm, I mean? I'm delighted he said that because he could have easily curled up into a ball and was yeah. like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. The fact that he's come out and said, look, a bit of perspective. Yeah. We're playing some of the best football in the league. Yeah, it's not working at the minute. Yeah. But we're ahead of Leicester who are playing Europa League football. Mm-hmm. We're level on points with one of the most successful teams yeah. the world has seen. Yeah, when you look at the budgets, it's like, they're doing really well. Probably. So I think, I, think they're all, I think the Brighton fans are off the head, but... Yeah. No, anyways, we move on. I agree with you on that, I really do. Brentford won Everton nil. Ivan Tony 
I absolutely I love him. Kill was ice. I lo- his penalty was unbelievable. Yeah. I've oh, never man. I don't know how he does it because he literally he doesn't look at the ball once. Puts the ball down and just yeah. looks a pig for he's, t- he's taken the Balotelli thing to a whole new level. Yeah. Like, Balotelli at least looked at the ball just before, but like, Jesus he Christ. Does it. He, do- he just shoots it and he looks the- he looks the keeper dead in the eye the whole time. Mm. I said I said oh, about man. Jota last week when he sent Ramsdale back to Bladen Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. But Ivan Tony is as cool as a cucumber in the freezer. Yeah. Unbelievable penalty. Yeah. And what I really like about him is his all-round play was unreal as well. And yeah. if you look at his touch map... He has just as One many touches. Buck. He has just as many touches yeah. in his own half as he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The opposition half. Yeah. So defensively, he's unreal. Um, everything were very poor, very very poor, and it was personified by Andros Townsend. Yeah. Big boot to Onyeka for the penalty. Yeah. I think the writing's on the wall for Rafa. I have written. Suggest. Yeah, I have written down Rafa on borrowed time. I was gonna ask you. I kind of hope he does go to be honest with you because I like Rafa. Yeah, I, I think he deserves better than everything. He absolutely and. Obviously, the Merseyside Derby is tomorrow. Tomorrow's yeah. my birthday. What a poetic I way to spend my birthday. I'm not going to give any predictions or anything. Cause yeah. I, 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 don't I don't like I don't like giving predictions. Either. Um, touch wood, we could spank him. You know what I mean? He could be sacked. But um, mm. um, I think he's definitely living on borrowed time. Yeah. He's a great manager, you know what I mean? Doing great things in Newcastle yeah. and Frenchtown. One of the best. Everything fans go mad at the end. They're a bill. And all the while, I'll put this in the post crown. Mm-hmm. All the while the Beatles Hey Jude was playing. It was <laughs> yeah. fucking poetic. Like yeah, you yeah, couldn't yeah. write it. I, I swear to God, they're they're a great fan base to be fair, but yeah. they're the best fan base for a meme. When oh, I yeah, when I yeah. seen that video I was like, nah 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 Get out Rafa Get the fuck out And it's just like Hey Jude Brilliant. Ah. Poetry in motion. Burnley postponed game versus Spurs. We're not gonna spend too much time with this, but Sean Dye smiling at the snow was hilarious. Sean Dyche just in a short in the snow yeah. it's hilarious the rest of them were covered up wearing hats and scarves and all that he's just standing there the so short hard and bollocks he, he was looking at was like just play the fucking game yeah. just play, play it. and I'm raging because I would have liked him to see Maximilian Cornet in the snow yeah. he's a great player he's, he's actually player. he's fucking yeah. unbelievable um, there was a fan that travelled to Spurs we'll give him a shout out Ken is his name Saxy Ken 17 on Twitter <laughs> Dallas, that's his name <laughs> Dallas to London to Burnley, almost there, 31 hours, no sleep, fueled by coffee, cheese crackers and more coffee. Frigid temps and snow predicted for match day. The things we do when you love your club at Spurs. And then they did the match they go in. <laughs> uh, I've seen this and I thought about years when we went to Fulham and Jays, you'll be feeling. We only, yeah, but we, we travelled an hour across yeah, the hour across the Bladen Channel. You know what I mean? He's he's coming. Oh, from man. Dallas. Yeah. From Dallas to Bolivia. Yeah. That's Poor fella. If he had any coffee from the coffee box, he wouldn't need any sleep. He I wouldn't think. need any sleep. I don't Jesus think he'll sleep for days Christ. after that. This is um, Yeah, so hilarious times. Anyways, the last two games were covered with snow. Leicester 4 off for 2. We're not going to spend too much time here. Um, real quick, is there anything better than a game of football in the snow? No, there isn't. It's so graceful, no. isn't it? When I was looking at the highlights from the match day, I was thinking, I remember years ago, remember years ago, the big snow, I think the it was 2011. Snow, 2011. Yeah, we were out in the street. Playing football. <laughs> and he nearly smashed the window across. Because yeah. <laughs> I slipped and fell. He just kept falling all over. Yeah. No, you can't, can't be football in the snow, you really can't. Yeah, Vardy is absolutely relentless. We talked about him earlier, but he's great again today. Timeless. Um, he's like Benjamin Button. Yeah, no, I'd he really say, is. I'd say he drinks coffee from the coffee box. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Rogers showing solidarity with Potter after the game mm-hmm. citing perspective um, character. Great, great character um, after the game and I, to be fair I think he's spot on yeah 
good win for Leicester. Watford are so entertaining to watch on the Ranieri. Mm-hmm. They either get spiked or they either spike someone. It's, yeah. it's great. Like I yeah. actually do enjoy watching them. And yeah, I think I, I, I think Watford could be could be all right under Ranieri. The last game, yeah. the last game of the Sunday game was Man City two, West Ham one. I called it, didn't I? West Ham would do fucking nothing against them. Yeah, not the only one to one, but like very they scored in the last minute. You know what I mean? Very very poor. Um, it was a great goal by Lanzini. Bubble blown bastards. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I knew they'd do nothing against City. They never do. Um, and I was actually kind of fuming because again, West Ham been playing well. Like you'd expect them to nearly do something against City yeah. at the empty head. Um, <laughs> and uh, certainly empty on Sunday with the snow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. No, I'm not really surprised. You know, they, they never do anything. The game it. actually looked like it was going to be called off at one stage, and they got on the pitch and got rid of the snow. Mm-hmm. I they have rid of it in five ten minutes. Like the, the whole pitch was cleared in five ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, it was. They don't mind France ground stuff. Um, it was a lovely finish from Fernandinho. We talked about Lanzini's yeah. goal. It was a great goal by Lanzini. He has that in his locker. To be fair, yeah. I think. I think he can be a bit injury prone sometimes, and he's probably yeah, sure injuries have hampered him. Yeah. No, City are solid, man. Um, I do think it's a three-horse race. And to be honest with you, I do think we need to beat Chelsea away and we need to beat City away to stand a chance of winning it. You know? Uh, I, I think, I think <clears throat> well, the three at the top are extremely better than the rest. Yeah. I think they will drop points, obviously, against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, but I do think they'll drop points against the likes, the likes of Brentford. And there's teams in the league that will attack... The likes of City and Chelsea, and they'll get points off. Them. Yeah, and they'll get points off us as well. Like I don't think I don't think it's over yet. It, this part now, with Christmas, is the most crucial part of the season. And yeah, this point on yeah. From here on in, it gets tough. Chelsea sit top of the league with thirty points. Mm-hmm. Man City second on twenty nine. Yeah, and Liverpool we are third on twenty eight points. But West yeah. Ham fourth on twenty four. I want mm-hmm. I want the top four to finish out like that. To be honest, but yeah. uh, another good, oh, good yeah. another good week of Premier League football. A few stinkers in their mind. This fella Ronaldo is a cod. So no gimmicks this week at all. We're just going to move on now to our cod of the week. And our cod of the week this week is... Keith Ward. Keith Ward of Bohemians who stepped up to take the fifth penalty. But not only that, he clearly gave the, the Booker T five times of I want the fifth penalty, I want the glory, I want the fifth penalty. And what happened, Dave? In big John Terry fashion, he did it. He fucking missed it. <laughs> he fucking missed it. Over the bar, as we said earlier, take the points and the goals will come. I caught it week this week. What? Oh, sorry, uh, you just, just finished with just Keith Ward. Oh, sorry, Keith Ward. Ah, dead. No, 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 sorry. Uh, no, I'm it's done. done. No, it's, I'm not done. We move on now to the Hall of Fame this week. I'm going to let you start, Dave, while I, yeah. look, while I look for something. I was salivating at the thoughts of doing the Hall of Fame this week. Mm. I'm going to hark back to Doyle's corner of Fisbury, right? The biggest shout ever. <laughs> Pedro Pascal, the DJ. This guy's a <laughs> Ferrari. I have to say, great crack. The fellow was a legend. Um, I, it wasn't his tunes, but the tunes were all right. Yeah, yeah, good tunes. Yeah, like sure. the bar staff saying to us, oh, he's going to play a bit of techno after one. I was kind of looking forward to it. But yeah, Pedro Pascal, the DJ. Great shout, Rory. Great shout. He was um he was a lovely fellow by for all intents and purposes as well. Like he, he was 
coming over to us and like, yeah. like having a great laugh. And like, he gave us all a handshake. When he we gave us all a handshake leaving because we were all singing with him and he really, really enjoyed himself. I think he enjoyed it more than we did. Yeah, yeah. This week uh, for the Hall of Fame, I'm going for the best football competition in the world, the Copa Libertadores, the Champions League for all the South American yeah. merchants. <clears throat> and the reason why I'm going for it is Group yeah. Grupo A. Yeah. Is made up of River Plate of Argentina, yeah. River Plate of Paraguay, yeah. River Plate of Uruguay, and Potosi of Bolivia, yeah. which are also River Plate. <laughs> so is, all, is they all, are they all, they're all by the same thing? I don't know, but they're all named River Plate. Jeez, that'd be mad. Right? That's just by chance. That's just by chance. So then you have Grupo G. <clears throat> Grupo G is made up of Nacional of Colombia, yeah. Nacional of Ecuador, Nacional of, Par- of Paraguay and Nacional of Uruguay. <laughs> what the fuck, man? I just think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then the creme de la creme, I saved the best for last, Grupo C. Grupo. 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 <laughs> Liverpool of Uruguay, Everton of Chile, what? Arsenal of Argentina and MC of what? Uruguay. Now, I hope I'm not being shithouse there. I don't think I am. I'm looking at the things now. They're like Montevo City. <clears throat> I think that's unbelievable. I think the group that one now reads a bit. I, yeah, now I know, I know. It kind of sure it smells a bit fishy, doesn't it? I think I've been railed in. I think I might have been, but I hope I haven't. Yeah. But for that reason, I think the Copa Libertadores is the best cup competition in the world. This week's Hall of Fame is Copa Libertadores versus Pedro Pascal, the DJ yeah. from Doyle's Corner, Fibsworth. <laughs> we move on now to Euro Trash and Euro Treasure. I'm gonna start off real quick, Dave. Because it's a bit, I, I, do you know, I'll be honest with you, listeners, I have Euro Treasure by two. Because, yeah, yeah, the, the what I have for Euro Trash, I'm actually happy it happened. So it's Euro yeah. Treasure by two for me, yeah. Euro Trash for me, number one is Juventus nil, Atalanta one. My yeah. boys are sitting fourth with 28 points. Yeah. The fifth loss for Juventus this season, yeah, the collapsed. drop off is unbelievable. And obviously, Lewis and Chelsea yeah. during the week was bad. Mm-hmm. They're seven in the league, seventh in the league, yeah, and it's just mad. I said at the start of the season that I thought Atalanta would win the Serie A mm-hmm. and I really fucking hope they do. Yeah. I, I love watching them. I have I have a, an Atalanta jersey coming for Christmas yeah. from the big man from the North Pole. Shout out Santa Claus. Yeah, so your your Euro trash this weekend, I would say. My Euro trash is Jorginho's, uh, <laughs> we, we, we touched on it earlier on, Jorginho's inspired Lukaku touch, hashtag Tim's for life. <laughs> oh my God, I loved it. I was absolutely all over it. The day, no, sorry, Send, you're getting this now, right? But Sendon was going at us in the group chat and he was saying everything under the sun about Thiago's pass back to fucking uh, Alison nearly cost him his goal. I didn't even say it. I taught myself, ah, Sendon, you, Sonia, dead here, Dougie. <laughs> but, uh, oh man, it was great. Like, it was so, oh, uh, so fucking fun. great. Shout fucking out, great. Shout out, Roddy Collins. <laughs> but, uh, oh man, like, I've seen, I seen a couple of videos on it from different angles. Jorginho just literally touched the ball Sancho took it off him, oh, and he didn't even run he knew it was over he, he didn't had, even run he had Timberlands on yeah he just stopped he stopped dead in his tracks it was an awful touch yeah oh man it was it was dreadful speaking of Thiago my Euro treasure number two this week is Thiago's goal versus Porto what a goal what a goal oh it was great did the ball the bounce way, oh. did it bounce no it didn't I don't think it bounced it was a little daisy quarter it was a little daisy quarter it bounced just before he hit it like he, he caught under it didn't it bounce it when he hit it Definitely yeah. didn't bounce when yeah. he hit it. It just glided. Yeah. It was it was like magic. Oh man. It, the way he just turned his body into it, he just kinda chopped under it yeah. and just flew. As Cammy says, 
Once goes through the player's legs, there's no chance for the keeper. There's no chance. Yeah, but that keeper's a bit of a head case as well, so yeah. he didn't help himself. But uh, oh, um, I'd love now if he kept kept the form up. Yeah. Didn't get injured. Um, of course, it was it was the Mer- it was the Merseyside derby last yeah. year. Um, Charleston took the leg Spice off. Him. Tackle. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that doesn't happen tomorrow. Your Euro treasure, Dave. My Euro treasure comes from uh, the big league, as I was saying, the fifth best league in Europe, the Championship. Jesus, all right, Jesus, yeah, don't get don't get me wrong, I'm ignorant. I don't watch a lot, of it, but it is a great league <laughs> to follow. All right, Andre Gray, he touches it with the knee, turns around, uh, he has a little volley off as well, turns around and he whacks it into the top bin against Granny Shagger's derby. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I really rated it. Wayne Rooney's derby yeah. for anyone who, who was uncultured. Yeah. But man, what a finish, I have to say. Now he is, he screams me like championship player. Like what was Harkin Andre on Gray, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a great finish. So for anyone who didn't see it. was see, a great finish. <laughs> it was a shot. Jeez. What a goal. It was like something, did you ever play that game, the app score on your phone? Yeah, we, like, yeah, we slide it across. And, and, it, and it, would, it would be yeah. like, the ball would like glide in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mimics goals from the years past. It was yeah. an unbelievable goal um, from Gray. So yeah, that's Euro Trash, Euro mm-hmm. Treasure this week. Thanks, Dave. It was fire book, Gray. <laughs> This week's Get It Out, shout out to Philly for this one. It's kind of top, well I say it's kind of topical, it's very topical this week with the Ballon d'Or. And Philly said for this week's Get It Out, maybe talk about the Ballon d'Or's biggest snubs. And he gave, he gave us a few years. Yeah. Now Philly is blinded by the bias of, um, United. of United, which is fair enough. Yeah. Um, so like he had, I think he had 2011 down when Messi won it. And he scored like 90 goals that season. He's like, oh, Ronaldo should have won that. Nah, mate, he's not being messy. <laughs> Messi scored 90 no. goals a year. We have five years written here. So we have 2003, 2010, 2019, 20, and 21. Mm-hmm. So we're going to touch on it real quick. 2003, Nedved, Pavel Nedved won the Ballon d'Or yeah. uh, while he was at Juventus in a season where I think AC Milan dominated European football yeah. and domestic football. So I don't know how he won it. So it's kind of a... It's a mad one as to how he won it, yeah. but it, this was... Essentially, Thierry Henry should have won it this year. Yeah, he nearly, he nearly got 30 and 30 that year, you know what I mean? Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I think we're a bit um, lucky in the sense with Ronaldo and Messi, that, that's nearly the standard every year now. Yeah. But back then, man, like 30 goals and 30 assists in one year, it was mm. crazy. I think, I think I mean? the, thing with, the thing with the Ballon d'Or, and to be honest with you, any, an, anyone who cares, it's a glorified popularity contest. Anyone, yeah. anyone who... Actually cares about it. Mm-hmm. Just stop caring about it because yeah. you're mad. Like we're gonna move on now to 2010. Messi won the Ballon d'Or, and again, it's it's hard to even say. Well, he shouldn't have won it because it's he, messy. He's, it's messy. Yeah. Like second was Andreas Iniesta, and Javi was toured. Yeah. Now this was the year where Wesley Schneider finished fourth. Yeah. Um, who's still being linked with a move to Manchester United all these years later? <laughs> <laughs> he probably still got five hundred grand as well. Um. Yeah, Wesley Schneider. He got the. A treble in Italy, the league, the cup, and yeah. the Champions League, which yeah. is something that I'm fairly certain is unheard of. Yeah, it doesn't happen too often, and obviously you got the only time it's ever been done. Got to the final of a World Cup, got to the final of the World Cup, mm-hmm. and we will touch on it with Modric. He essentially done the same at Madrid and yeah. lost in the World Cup final. Yeah, um, but Wesley Schneider was the best player at the, at that World Cup as well. Yeah, he was. He yeah, he played very well, and he, he's an unbelievable player. And that for me, of all the years along with Modric winning it of all the years 
I think that was the biggest kind of snub or yeah. robbery. But again, you're dealing with Messi, Iniesta and Xavi, who are three of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. And with it being the way it is, it is just a popularity yeah. contest. It is, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, Schneider knocked knocked Barcelona out of the Champions League that season. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. You know what I mean? So, that for me is the, big, is the biggest one that I can recall, kind of, of it being a robbery. Because mm-hmm. uh, Schneider should have won it that year for yeah. me. So, we move on to 2019, anyways, where Modric did win it. Yeah. So, um, that year was... It's purely because of the World Cup, then. That's the only thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he done more or less the same thing as Schneider in the sense yeah. of getting to the final, but... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say he wasn't as good as what Schneider yeah. was in 2010. Yeah. I don't think he was. Yeah. But when you look at the two teams, oh, Schneider's team is a lot better than that Croatian team. Don't yeah. There's still good players in Croatian team. I'll give it to you. Um, there, there was good players. But that, that year, it should have been mm-hmm. either Van Dijk or Salah yeah. for me. And anyways, I know it's probably a bit of bias there. Rose tinted glasses, yeah, yeah. Van Dijk hadn't been dribbled past in that year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, won the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Last one game of Premier League football that season. Mm-hmm. And then by the time the votes was coming around, mm-hmm. Liverpool hadn't lost a game since the January the third of that year. Yeah, yeah. So for me, Van Dijk should have won it that year. He didn't. That for me is big. Probably along with Schneider, I mean, they, they must hate Dutch. They must yeah. just hate Dutch people. Yeah. Um, that for me is probably the biggest snub. Twenty twenty was <clears throat> the year of COVID, of course, and it was the year that Lewandowski should have won it. I think this is the biggest robbery. Out of the whole lot, this is my yeah. You're, you're quite sour, aren't you? Yeah, all the competitions have been played out, so why can't you give them the give them the, the trophy? You know what mm. I mean? Like every single every single league had been played out in its entirety. Champions League had been played out. In would its you? Entirety. Would you? League as well. Would you have been offended if you got it this year? Yes, I would because I don't think you deserved it. Now, me point. But his form still his form carried through, and he, he still won the same title the big, apart from Champions League. The big one for me is the Champions League because but. And like, if Bayern not win the Champions League, it's been a bad season for them. And if they don't win a league title, it's been absolutely horrendous. Mm. And if they don't win the German Cup and that league title, it's been very bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a it's a bit of an, an anomaly as to how Lewandowski didn't win in twenty twenty. Yeah, um, like it was all there from. And they gave they gave him last night. They gave him like a play, a wooden play. Yeah. It's like they are Robert. Thanks for your There's service. There's a participation ribbon. Yeah. No, making making an award for him, which mm-hmm. I think was a bit. Even Messi was saying there last night, like he deserved it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'd won everything. Messi's obviously after winning it last night, so you don't you don't seem to have a problem with that. No, I'm fairly like it is hard. It is harsh on Lewandowski, but the big weight of trophy that he he should have won that that would have put him over the edge would have been the Champions League, and he was shite in the Euros. Like mm. Poland was dreadful in the Euros. You know what I mean? Still got five goals over though. To be fair. Okay. Yeah, he well, still he still performed like is what I'm saying, but yeah, he, he, like I mean the different like Messi's the best player mm-hmm. that's ever lived. Yeah, Lewandowski isn't. So like, it's it, I'm not gonna say it'd be easy for Messi yeah. to drag a team. It's like, not. People, if it, it would have been easy for Messi, he would have yeah. dragged the team to yeah. those more international yeah. trophies. That's exactly. So what that's I'm why saying. that's why he won it this yeah. year essentially. Yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with Messi winning it per se. I have a problem with um Jorginho being as high up as he was. He's had a good. He has, he's had a very good season, but. The only reason he's second. The only, sec- the only reason he's second for me is he, he's a spoke in the wheel for two teams that have won um, two European titles. His highlight of the Euros is missing a penalty in the final. Yeah. For a player whose best trait is scoring penalties, yeah, and he missed it. If if that had been the case, he doesn't get anywhere. Yeah. He, like he's not even mentioned then. If yeah. they lose the Euros, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And b- beyond, to be fair, he was very good at the Euros in yeah. general. 
Chelsea, you're playing with the best midfielder. For me, the Premier League is probably saying one of the best in Kante. Yeah. Um, I think... Kante's an all-time girl. I think... Who was it? It was Messi, Lewandowski and Jorginho, wasn't yeah. it? Salah is the best player in, in the best league in the world. Yes. Yeah. This is what we're told. Mm-hmm. Um, he had he, he got 23 goals in the season last season with Liverpool. That was... Like a season any Liverpool fans want to remember. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he should have won it, but he definitely should have been. Yeah. He should have been ahead of Ronaldo, and anyways. But again, it's all irrelevant. It's a popularity contest. Mm-hmm. That's that, and anyways, that's get it out this week. Yeah. Ballon d'Or snubs. Thanks to Philly again for that. It was actually a good show. I actually yeah, enjoyed sound that. Sound Philly. So yeah, we'll leave it there. So anyways, thanks Dave for doing the show this week. I'm sure I'm very grateful for you doing it. Thanks for having me. And Appreciate I, it. I know Cran would be very grateful. You've done a lot of talking. You were you yeah. were a good guest to have. Yeah, well, I was talking. I was like the Jordan Pearson talking about shit now. I have yeah. to say, but um, hopefully enjoy it. Yeah, it was it was it was a good episode this week. I, I did really enjoy it. Um, a lot of laughs, and yeah, that that's the show this week. Episode sixteen, the Dave, the Dave. That's what we're calling it this week, the Dave. Yeah, hope hope you all enjoy the show. Hope you all. Look out yourself, come with Christmas now, take it easy, buy loads of presents, eat loads of sweets, drink loads of drink. We'll leave it there, so. Yeah, okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.